kid. Easy peasy. Three, two, one, boom. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Wise podcast. I'm your host, Tokyo. And I'm Leon. And boy, do we have an exciting episode today as we will be discussing about our lifestyle during quarantine and the ways we've adapted throughout the lockdown. Now, this episode's focus is of course caused by the pandemic and we can't ignore the fact that throughout the last couple of days, yeah, cases in Victoria had spiked to ridiculous numbers which eventually resolved in a stage four lockdown. What are your thoughts on this, Leon? I think stage four lockdown is probably the best for Victoria right now in order to keep everybody in a safe, safer situation. Um, according to what I've um, learned or what I've read in the newspaper lately, um, correct me if I'm wrong, um, a curfew is being placed uh, from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. if I'm not wrong. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, and the, you can only leave your house for shopping or food of or other essential items or um, exercise, um, mainly outdoor and with only one other person or like permitted work. Yeah, but uh, also another, just adding on to that, I think the 8pm curfew to 5am, the only reason that you're allowed to go outside, I believe, is actually just for work. You can't even go out to grocery shopping. As you know, like many department stores, grocery stores and stuff, uh, they're closing at around 7.30pm, 7pm. Actually, most close, like most stores are just closing in general. Um, like just yesterday, we went towards Kmart uh, and... I believe it's just closed indefinitely. All they accept now is just click and collect. And I think this restriction is starting to work um, very effectively. Um, if you look at um, the Dan Andrews Instagram page, his Instagram page, mm-hmm. he posted a couple of stories about um, how the streets and the freeways have been looking empty after after eight. And I think it's a really good sign that people are starting to take these restrictions seriously mm-hmm. in order to ca- keep um, others in a more safe situation. Yeah, um, uh, just about that. I think I have seen those exact videos that you're talking about um, where there was footage from the highway where there was no cars whatsoever. But I think that was just only one side towards this media, like this post, because I believe a lot of my friends who live on like slightly outer suburbs of Melbourne who are also in the lockdown currently, um, there are still many people just leaving their houses regardless of the curfew. Like they're not really obeying to the rules, uh, which I think could cause a little bit of trouble, but we'll see how they handle that. Let's hope um, the situation gets much, much better over the past, uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, and let's hope that we can get back to our previous situation as soon as possible. Go outside, have fun, your friends partying. You know what I'm talking about. All right. I feel like this this um, ne- next stage of quarantine is a lot different. It's a lot more different compared to the first stage of quarantine. What do you say? What do you mean by that? Like your life and how you interact with people or like how you have been you know adapting to the whole situation it's 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 more like i feel like the second stage of quarantine it falls within the comfort zone already for the people as opposed to like the first quarantine like people are not used to that in the first place and like how they how they go about their daily activities is is um quite different compared to the second stage yeah i agree because I think, okay, just so the listeners don't get confused, what uh, Leon means by stage two is actually the second wave of quarantine, not actually the stage two out of the four. But I do agree, um, the second stage of the, the lockdown, everyone seemed to be a little bit more calm, a little bit less 
hectic, I guess, because we all remember when quarantine first happened within Australia or basically anywhere around the world, uh, people were panic buying, they were like going out every day, stress buying, you know, they're all scared that like um, toilet paper or like stuff like that will always go out. And man, like, I just remember like, Back in like the first quarantine lockdown, I think I really needed toilet paper because low-key I ran, your boy ran out. And um, literally anywhere, like anywhere, any store I went into, it was all sold out and it was ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I remember going shopping with you um, that day we went to, um, I think it was Chatties. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> everywhere that we went to, Coles, Woolies, all the toilet paper ran out, even tissue. Yeah. Paper also went out. Hand sanies. Um, I think I think we ended up finding tissue paper at, at one place, and then we ended up having like a really special um, method. We did. For, we did for buying it, courtesy of your own Tokyo right here. Of course. Um, so this method that uh, Leon is talking about was that because um, I'm not really sure about other countries, but in Australia, most of the like the department stores and stuff, they put a restriction or like a limit on the amount of items you can purchase. So at the time, I believe for tissues, it was two boxes per person. And I think at the time there was around four of us together shopping, um, just buying stuff. And uh, I think just before we got to like that specific aisle, the guy actually came around and refilled like about 100 boxes of tissues. And um, so my plan at the time was that because it's only restricted to two per person, what we'll do is one person will stay inside the store and keep on stacking boxes into their baskets while the other three keep on going out and buying two each time and then leaving one other person waiting on the outside. So there'll be two people going in and out and two people waiting, uh, one person waiting on the inside, one person waiting on the outside. I believe with this strategy, we ended up buying quite a sufficient amount of like tissue paper. Yeah, it lasted me for like three months, four months worth of tissue paper. And I think um, because of Tokyo, um, my tissue paper problem has been solved for the past four months. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and like it's, it's, it's really different like compared to like the second, st um, the second wave because like you don't see a lot of people panic buying anymore. Like you see in every stores, um, tissues, toilet papers, kitchen rolls, everything is like properly restock. So like um, they have enough for everybody, even though like um, I see, I've seen in the news, like people are starting to um, panic buy again. So that made them place like a restriction on um, essential items such as like pasta or like toilet paper to I think two per person. If I'm not wrong, yeah, I think so. Yes, and I think I think that's a good um, kind of like restriction to make in order to keep to ensure that the stocks are 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 out there and like available to all kinds of people who walk into the stores. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But also, like another um, like thought is that I think like the main reason that like items are not going out of stock as quickly is because I believe, well, I hope everyone had learned from the first stage of lockdown that, um, you know, the food is not going to run out, uh, toilet paper is not going to run out um, as a last large percentage of those is produced domestically. Um, and I think just from the first, like experiences from the first time, I think people have learned to, you know, not to go all out, you know, spending a couple hundred dollars, maybe a couple thousand dollars just on perishable food and stuff like that. Well, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's totally a good thing and like speaking of toilet paper like i was i always have this question at the back of my head like you know there's in asian countries i don't know have have you been to like singapore or vietnam or mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. they always have this bidet spray thingy in in the um bathrooms and like restrooms and toilets yeah yeah um if you have one of those at home during lockdown i want to say that you are one blessed motherfucker <laughs> honestly you're one blessed motherfucker and like um it saves you a lot of toilet paper and like for some people i've seen like extreme videos where they they got really stingy on toilet paper and they ended up like collecting leaves <laughs> have you seen that video on stalker space yeah yeah i i yeah. I, I, th- I think i know what yeah you're yeah talking yeah, about. yeah yeah that one that one <laughs> but they like get um uh this 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 guy got like leaves for his roommate in order to wipe his butt and like <laughs> before that it was like one one sheet yeah one square day. one, one square, square one day. square for a day like he allocated he wrote it on there with ink monday tuesday <laughs> wednesday thursday and friday <laughs> that was fucking extreme man like oh that is um labeling to the next level and that honestly. is exactly why you need a bidet spray <laughs> yeah um to my knowledge you actually do have one yourself don't you yeah i have one back at home yeah um i miss that a lot man i miss that a lot yeah like bidets are very very useful um and speaking of bidets it kind of like this is a little off topic but this reminds me of like those futuristic Jap- japanese toilets you know that oh yeah the ones where spray it straight up your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you seen like one of those videos where people don't sit down in the seat and they press the button anyway so you just like sp- like a like a hydro pump or something yeah yeah like yeah pumps like the freaking doors i like used i used that i used that one time and I, like i was i was sitting down take a shit obviously <laughs> <laughs> what else would you be doing <laughs> <laughs> and then i randomly fucking spray it into my ass which is like really weird and i instantly jumped up and i was like what the fuck yeah, um but uh, it, but but after that like like i got used to it and and um to be honest it was quite soothing <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think um, <laughs> there is definitely a level of, uh, I think, getting used to it or like a learning yeah, curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I personally have never used a bidet before. Um, I kind of wish I had one during quarantine, but I just feel like it will be very difficult for me to get used to like something going up my butt i think that's kind of <laughs> kind of weird for me <laughs> um i don't know how you got used to it bro but uh i think it's personally because, yeah. i'm not sure <laughs> i think it's because i've been living in like a asian country for like the majority of my life for 16 years of my life and mm-hmm. that's why like i got used to it mm. it's been with me since i was a kid that freaking hosting <laughs> Oh man, it's been a. I can tell it's been a lifesaver for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like it's been really amazing to see how people have been adjusting to this um lifestyle as well. Don't you say? Like, especially for uni students like us, to just to go back, um, like with uni being online and like everything is now virtual. Um, what what are your thoughts on it as like a first year student? Well, to be honest. Uh, I want to say that my dreams as a first year college student has been crushed by quarantine. Literally every single plan I've ever had for this year was uh, destroyed. Um, Dreams shattered, (laughs) motivation low, Um, esteem low. Uh, So, but I do want to say that it's, 
it's kind of a good learning curve, I feel like. Right. You want to get used to like difficult situations like these so you know you can talk about it later on during like a job interview or something, something that you can say that you've learned a great deal out of. Um, and of course, as like a student, uh, grades is has always been a problem. Um, and I think making everything online has definitely affected my personal study. I'm not sure about you, but like in semester one this year, I definitely struggled a little bit having to adjust it to everything online. Is it because of the lack of physical interaction with your um, peers and like your tutors and stuff? That, definitely, definitely. Like I, in my opinion, I think that plays a huge part. Um, it like there's just something about seeing people through a screen that's like completely different from being like in-person classes if that makes any sense yeah yeah i understand but isn't it the new norm now like wh whether or not you like it you have to do it anyway like interact with people through zoom or like through skype or like through other types of virtual interaction that 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 helps you get that 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 like human interaction aside from like the normal one where you can't physically have it anymore because of restrictions that is true that is true um yeah but also like just having everything online i feel like it's making it really hard for me to make friends mm. um because obviously you're calling on zoom and stuff like lectures workshops labs whatever you have um and i feel like less people like more people are less active online so as a first year obviously one of my previous goals was to make as many friends as I can. That's why I chose to live on campus. That's why I'm living with Leon. Well, not living with, but like living with. And- um, Same building, same building. Yeah, same building, on the same roof. But it's just that I found it pretty difficult to make friends um, online. And yeah, low-key it's been a bummer. Um, yeah, and I understand that frustration for everybody. Um, like, it's not, for people who study online, not all of them are exactly active. I know a lot of people who are in my class and they are very like active when they were in physical classes, but they tend to get less and less when, when they're in Zoom. And I think it's because of that lack of interaction or like, you know, there's, there's this something about like human interaction physically that, that captivates people and um, make them want to engage more. Mm. Um, and I kind of feel like that as well. For myself, I'm a very engaged person in class. Mm -hmm. And like um, this Zoom thing has made me less engaged in a way or like less mm. attentive towards my um, classes, lectures and tutorials. Yeah, for sure. And I've been caught singing to I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys once in a Zoom <sighs> meeting, which you, was not pretty. You didn't mute your mic, didn't you? I, I did not mute my mic. Uh, after I returned from a breakout room and then my teacher was like, hmm, nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least he didn't like roast you or anything, but. Yeah, I mean, he probably roasted me in his head and like, <laughs> same thing applies to other, the other 60 students who were in that class. And I'm like, true, true. Um, what I else imagine I that's, <laughs> that's a little bit awkward, but you know, you, you, uh, you know, you, um, rub that one off and uh, keep going, I don't know. <laughs> Who says I don't like fucking awkward situations? True, true. You are a very awkward person in real life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, how about, you know, like for this, for the previous semester, mm -hmm. with your grades, like you having said it, it fell a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely has um, um, gone down a little what bit. Did you, what did you decide to do once you once you saw that? Did you apply for any con special consideration or did you determine for this semester you're gonna 
boost your grade up. So um, for our university, they have an option where they allow you to basically accept the fact that you did complete your units for this semester, but right. you can basically not count the wham towards your end of degree like uh, GPA and stuff. So for me personally, I got like like I, I got a relatively good score, but personally I just thought I could have done a lot better. So I did choose that option where I wrote it off my um, wham in hopes that in semester two, I can try maybe like a little bit harder by, you know, now that I've adjusted to the system a little bit, um, and hopefully I can achieve like a better better outcome than I than last semester. Right, right. Speaking on like adjusting to the system, mm. like, or adjusting to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, how are you adjusting to this? Holy <laughs> crap, I nearly spilled my beer. Yeah, that was a close call. <laughs> how are you adjusting to this, um, social lifestyle thing social let's be honest i think everyone had like a relatively active social life before quarantine um and every once everything like like the band hammer slaps down from daniel andrews um we obviously are not able to go out as often um definitely am not able to go to my favorite japanese restaurants what is um, it you know, I actually, you're putting me on the spot because I actually forgot what the store name is called. Oh God, don't but, tell me it's but fucking it's super sushi, good. sushi it, it's, No, 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 no. Sushi Sushi is not bad, but if you want like authentic Japanese food with like authentic ramen and stuff like that, this is um like all you can eat place. I don't really, I don't remember what it's called, but there's one near the city, like Melbourne city. And it's right. absolutely amazing. Like that's the type of place I want to go to every single weekend. But obviously because of everything that's happening, we can't go outside right 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 let us know what is your favorite restaurant in melbourne as well we're excited to hear what you have to say yes of course um Um, i feel like uh like during this quarantine area i don't know about you but personally i've made it a big deal for me to like discover new places to eat in melbourne yeah so like online or like youtube videos or like occasionally you know some tiktoks um (laughs) uh where I would normally see like these bunch of people showing off like these amazing food and desserts of Melbourne City and I'm like holy crap like I've literally have never seen places like that before yeah and I think Melbourne is like a really culturally diverse um, city as well like they have foods from every single places around the earth mm. um, and it's actually good like having a diverse range of like um, food and like the cuisines and stuff I think it's a like an added bonus to the livability i don't know if that word fucking exists <laughs> okay <laughs> of the city yeah 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 i agree because it's like at the end of the day you're basically never going to be able to run out of options like yeah. you can choose from any cuisine anywhere any price range stuff like that um and i think that's like a great deal for like people who want to live in bigger cities because you kind of want to like ex- like experiment with new food you never know like you might like vietnamese food but you've never tried it before right, but right. once you do you're like oh my god i fucking love pho yeah exactly and like like with the current restrictions being applied and all the restaurants being take away mm. you can technically experience it with uber eats or deliveroo or uh fucking doordash or some shit like that and i think those services are pretty much booming right now because of the takeaway um business that the restaurants are are applying yeah i i i uh, definitely agree with that one yes um have you ever like how often do you order uber eats yourself actually now i was thinking about like ordering making my friends 
uh, do Uber Eats at the same time and interacting with each other through Zoom as like a social thingy. Mm. Um, because obviously we miss going to restaurants together and we miss like having a couple of like chill beers or like um, just drink and eat and chat shit over everything, you know? <laughs> um, which is pretty much the gist behind the podcast that we're doing right now. Um, but like, yeah, I miss that type of social interaction with my friends and like now I'm trying to adjust to like this lifestyle as well. So like I've been um, ordering Uber Eats, not as, not often, but like once every week. And then I um, host like a social sessions with my friends as well. Maybe have a couple of drinks and start chatting shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely like one of many ways where people have to adapt because of quarantine because obviously like you said um we normally will go out with our friends to restaurants but now we're going out on zoom calls yeah. with uber eats deliveries but you know like it's it's a it's a nice compromise i think um we should also be grateful that we're living in a day and an age where technology is so accessible for everyone that we actually have the ability to see each other despite the fact that we can't see each other in real life yeah exactly and like um i wanted to do something with my friends as well like an online shopping challenge where like you all have 50 bucks and you spend it on like something as ridiculous as possible and, okay like, just show it off to other people that's interesting yeah 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 i think i think it's a pretty interesting challenge as well um let me know if you guys want to apply and we can have a zoom session together to show off our ridiculous stuff cool um <laughs> like speaking of shopping like i feel like that's one of the aspects that changed a lot um compared to like previously as well yeah i definitely agree i mean i think like online shopping has become more of like a gist lately obviously because mm. of, like people can't go out and shopping anymore mm. stage four only shopping for essentials and stuff like fashion um and like electronics you need to buy online i reckon yeah i think nowadays it's like everyone uses the internet for everything and of course shopping it has to be one of the main things that they like one of the main like time killing activities i guess you can call it yeah um because even now you can literally buy food off like amazon and stuff if your like local grocery stores don't deliver yeah. you can literally buy like yeah. snacks off amazon and stuff like that which seems crazy to me but you know like it is 2020 so anything's possible I what's guess. your top two online shops what do you mean like category wise or like, uh, like general wise like and then you can dive in straight to like categorical um so i'm very like okay i Lately in quarantine, I buy a lot of clothes, um, which is kind of sad at the same time because right, I buy the clothes. Okay, but it's like I buy these clothes, they arrive, but it's not like I have the chance to wear it out or anything. I kind of just buy it because, you know, I miss the thrill of going to like shopping centers, yeah, yeah. going like, you know, window shopping or just yeah. like buying stuff, like going to chatty, like stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I really miss that. I like, like pretty much. The closer you buy, you can pretty much take a selfie with it and then <laughs> post it on IG and like, you know, let right. people know what they think about it, eh? Okay. Use some hashtags. Okay, I feel like I'm getting attacked right now, but... What do you mean? You, like, okay. Like, you always do that anyway. <clears throat> like, I, I've got to say, like, even as, as much shit as I give Tokyo for his outfits and all, <laughs> and like how expensive it is, I have to say he has a good sense of fashion. I'm not gonna lie. Thank like, you. Thank the kid, you. the kid's pretty good at what he what he wears, and I think um, he can give me some uh, good tips on it as well. Yeah, I mean, easy peasy, easy done, bro. What what's the type of like clothing item that you buy the most? Like um, jackets or 
um, essential wear like jeans. Ooh, okay. So I don't know why, but I'm just absolutely obsessed with like comfy wear, casual wear kind of style. So like hoodies and shit. Yes, dude. Like if you see my closet, it's literally full of like sweaters and like crewnecks and hoodies and stuff. Like um, obviously I have other pieces and like other like garments that adds like layers onto them as well to like create an uh, like a different aesthetic. But I find myself majority of the time I would just wear some hoodie, some jeans, you know, very comfortable, something that I just wear at home, like on a day-to-day basis. But um, definitely if I was to go out like on a date or just like go out with like other friends, I'll probably wear something more like smarter, uh, like a little bit more dressed up. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like full-on go out and buy like like a full-on coat or like a suit or like you know dress shirt and stuff like that sometimes you could just be like you know a flannel over your hoodie like um maybe like a jersey over your hoodie like something that like just adds like that small layer but also creates like a whole new different look speaking of like um clothing and um quarantine i know that's that's two very different aspects to talk about but Mm -hmm. there's literally i've seen this ad so many times on youtube right and this 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 brand called udis or something oh yes yes yeah and i think i might buy myself one you know what i thought of the same thing yeah exactly (laughs) look it's quarantine right and you want to show up your clothes and you want to be lazy during quarantine mm. and you want to be chill mm. and you want to be casual mm. and you need comfort mm. why not fucking get yourself a hoodie is that what it's called hoodie uh right? i think it's called an hoodie like or... those like those fat like furry and like warm and comfortable yeah hoodies yeah. thing yeah so it's basically like a onesie hoodie for those who don't know what it is yeah it makes you walk around like that 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 um human characters in wally or something <laughs> What? Have you seen Wally? I have. But like, like these people. I, like, let me pull up the the image in in, in my iPad and I'll show you. Wally, humans. It literally makes us look like these people. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Exactly. And like this picture pretty much resembles what we are right now as well with the digital age and freaking quarantine we just sit around all the time and looking like this yeah so uh, for all the for all our um, audio listeners we're currently looking at an image on Google of um, this person of Wally <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting in, on a couch chair with a milkshake on his head while watching a movie so that's, basically sums up everyone's quarantine life that's pretty much me yesterday um, <laughs> Yeah, I was sitting down with Tokyo having a couple of drinks as well. Not milkshake, but like like an alcoholic milkshake, mm, aka mm. Bailey's. Yeah, that, and, was, that uh, was very nice. Yeah, we were watching this show on Netflix called World's Most Wanted. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's actually pretty good. Um, it talks about like the most wanted people on earth and what they did in order to get themselves to that status. Which is like kind of like a criminal documentary kind of thing. Mm. Um which uh, I kind of like as well. And also let us know which Netflix um, shows or movies um, that you guys have been watching during quarantine lately. And we'd love to share ours with you as well. Um, And yeah, like I really want to get myself ready, bro. It it does look nice, but I think it's, it's pretty expensive, Loki. I think it was like $150 or something. I mean, uh, quarantine will last for another, what, fucking four months? Let's hope not. I I, I want to say quarantine lasts like just you know 
at least till um, I, I think stage four will last until at least um, 13th of September and then they'll mm. review it and um, decide accordingly but please follow the restrictions we like as a community as people in general we want to get back to our old lifestyle as soon as possible because um, we really really miss it right now I can't stand another day of staying at home and doing like virtual stuff anymore like i could still do it but like i miss interacting miss getting to know people uh, and sometimes like I, to be honest with you if i see a random person on the street like right now i would go wave to them and add them as a friend <laughs> honestly like i crave human interaction that much wow um can't really say the same about me and myself but um i do agree that i feel like the large majority of what we do nowadays are basically all just compromises like i want to go out to cinema i want to go watch movies and as a compromise i invite friends over to my like from, to my place and we watch netflix instead but one friend though one friend though right? oh yeah 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 of course like we can only have two people um in our living areas but um it's just like there's so many activities that you can do like it's 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 definitely replaceable online but i'm pretty sure we can all agree that we much rather if it was like in person um and with that i think um i have to call this a wrap because we don't have a lot of time left in our episode today that is true we are currently closing in on to around 30 minutes of the podcast if you guys have stayed till the end thank you very much for listening to us for today Tokyo and Leon out. Laters. Peace. Juice.